Welcome to the Logic Wealth Planning Monday Espresso Podcast. It's the 31st of July today. The big news on everybody's mind this week is the Bank of England. Will they raise rates? Certainly that's the expectation for the markets. Nathan, what are you seeing? Yeah, so we're looking at a 25 basis point rate hike in the UK this week, which will bring interest rates to 5.25%. Interestingly, I was reading over the weekend that Ben Bernanke will be coming into the Bank of England to do a review because as we all know, the Bank of England has got their forecasting pretty wrong when it comes to inflation. So they're bringing in the heavyweight, as you'll remember, Ben Bernanke is the ex-chair of the Fed, which is the US central bank. So he's got a lot of credibility in that space. So a big name to come in and kind of look at the inflation side, how to get that right. Almost an impossible job in the last year or so. It surprised us on the upside and now starting to surprise on the downside too. Now, we may be facing a rate hike, but that need not be bad news for markets. We had a rate hike in the US last week and actually markets were pretty strong. We had a rate hike in Europe last week and markets pretty strong. So markets or market participants beginning now to look beyond this rate hike cycle and actually taking some pretty optimistic views. Yeah, so what we're seeing here is pretty much a glass half full view on the markets and the reason markets are more optimistic because we do expect the US central bank and the European central bank to end their rate rising policies so to stop basically raising interest rates. The other thing to I suppose highlight is that inflation is easing as well so the fact that central banks have looking to stop raising rates is telling you they're comfortable with inflation and then the other thing which has come out last week was growth figures in the US, so the economy is still strong. So despite all of these rate rises, there's no recession, plus we have falling inflation, and all of that is really good news for markets because it provides a good backdrop for companies to continue to earn profits. Let's come to companies in a second, but you spoke there about the end of the rate hiking cycle. Chairman Powell, though, in his speech after hiking rates, did mention that rate cuts are probably still a year away. And so that may be giving a little bit of a pause for thought for market participants. Yeah, markets had started pricing in cuts as early as the beginning of next year, but perhaps really just need to rationalize some of those views. Now, you spoke about companies and how they're managing. We've had 51% of companies reporting their Q2 earnings so far and still no sign of recession. 80% of companies have been beating earnings expectations. Now, we know that companies do lowball their forecasts, but the fact that 80% of companies are beating is positive. Other positive signs, corporate bond spreads are still tightening, both investment grade and high yield, so-called junk bonds companies, those spreads tightening, and that's also a positive view. We've had, as you mentioned, GDP, that came out 2.4%. That's higher than expected. Consumer sentiment has been positive. So a lot of positive news there. Just a little bit of a pause for thought though, valuations in US equities now getting slightly expensive and sentiment is almost university bullish now. So contrarian might say, hang on a second, this has maybe gone a little bit too far. As always, we caution about the volatility in markets. So always beware of, of the potential for that volatility. Now, something I wanted to raise is the, the negative view that we all take on inflation and rising rates and what it's doing to the economy. I just read a snippet this week that said, with the increased interest rates in the US, 
that's taken about $151 billion worth of spending out of the market, out of the economy, through higher mortgage rates, credit card payments, and so on. But the flip side to that is that it's actually also those higher rates have, have added back in $121 billion worth of spending through increased income from investments. So it's not all bad. Yes, it is a net negative, and that's why rising rates does cool an economy, but it's not as bad as you might think. So hence that ongoing optimism that we're seeing. Let's turn our attention slightly wider. China was an outperforming market this week, Nathan. Yeah, so we had a conference or a meeting in China last Monday. So this is all the top execs in China, and they give their assessment of what's happening in the economy. So from their perspective, they're saying things aren't great. Obviously, the property market has been under a bit of pressure. They're selling less stuff, so exporting less, and economic growth hasn't been as good as they want it to be post-COVID reopening. But that's actually good news because it means that you're likely to see the government step in and provide more measures of support for the economy. And as a result, the markets actually rallied quite strongly last week, and the Chinese stock market was up well over 4% last week. So what investors are expecting between now and the end of the year is several measures to support the property market and to support markets generally in different areas of the economy, which is why you're seeing investors focus on China at the moment. An interesting take, a soundbite, if you like. You mentioned support for the property market. Previously, there was a statement in their news conference after their meeting that said, housing is for living in, not for speculation. They've now removed that statement from their comments. So as you've mentioned, Nathan, perhaps some stimulus gonna come through on that front. Let's quickly look at the week ahead. As we started right at the beginning, we've got the Bank of England meeting. What else are we looking at this week? So we've got a lot of companies continuing to report their earnings. So in the US, the companies we'll be focusing on this week are Apple, Amazon, Uber, Caterpillar, Starbucks, PayPal, Airbnb, so some big names delivering their earnings, so there'll be a focus there. We've got the jobs report in the US, so is unemployment still at 3.6% or will it be rising? So we'll keep a close eye on that. And we also have inflation figures in the Eurozone. And as we remember, inflation has been coming down, so we'd look to see a continuation in that trend. So as always, plenty to look out for, and we look forward to speaking to you next week.